Hello, listeners. This is a crazy time for all of us as we do our part to stop the spread of the new coronavirus, COVID-19. We encourage all of our listeners to do the same. One, practice social distancing. You don't have to make excuses to get out of social obligations anymore. It's your duty. Two, wash your hands with soap and water for 20 seconds and hum the chorus of Country Roads. Three, use hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol content. Four, cough into the crook of your elbow. Five, contain your sneezes with a tissue. This all helps slow the spread of the virus to other people who may be more vulnerable. Don't make someone's grandmother sick because you just had to go out on Friday night. Stay safe and smart out there. This episode of The Final Forecast is brought to you in part by the book Exchange, where Mountaineers go since 1934. Recorded live in Morgantown and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, Sean Butler, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast. Yo, welcome to another episode of the Final Forecast featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones. Got my other co-host here with me, John Flowers. What's good, John? What's good, bro? Shit, chilling, bro, chilling. Got our producer, Dave. I'm trying not to say anything this week so I won't get yelled at. Uh, We we need you to talk this time. You just said something, so you fucked up already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I can edit myself out. So when I do, you'll just sound like you're talking to yourself like a crazy person. Good job. We need you now because we're a little shorthanded this week. So (laughs) we need you to talk a little bit. (laughs) But don't add the dumb eyelids that you do and all that dumb stuff that you do. Yeah, but man, we got a lot of stuff uh, that's been going on lately, man. First of all, John, congrats on becoming a father. Appreciate it, Brody. Yeah, it's insert the captain. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, man, how's it feel, man? Feels good, man. It's, it's crazy, man. It's like it's a different type of feeling, man. Different type of love that you never, that I never felt before. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like I'm in charge of a whole life. You feel me? Yeah. But it's crazy. It's terrifying. (laughs) Is it? (laughs) For you to be in charge of, like, a human life? Absolutely. Uh, Thank God Jeff, uh, Jess is there. (laughs) I'm in charge of her life, too, so. (laughs) Who's who's been babying her more, you or Jess, so far? I think it's about even. About even? Yeah, I think it's about even. I mean, it's her first. Tell us. it's, it's, It's her first, like week on earth and like people are saying don't pick her up all the time like what is that a thing why they saying why they saying that is that a thing because she'll need to be like she'll be spoiled like she'll need to be coddled like to go to sleep and all this other stuff i'm like what shut up (laughs) shut up yeah I don't, I don't know, man. I feel like everybody handle their children the way, you know, handle your children the way you want to. Don't, oh, don't be out telling, people how to, <laughs> telling people how to take care of their old kid, for real. Yeah. I mean, I'm Does just, baby have a name yet? I mean, I take advice from, from everybody, you know what I mean? But yeah. at, at the end of the day, I'm going to do what the hell I want to do. So. 
So that's yeah, Dave. Her name is Violet. Violet. How'd you come up with that? Uh, just came with the first name. Her middle name is Renee. After my mom's middle name, you know what I'm saying. She, her and my mom share the same middle name, and then flowers, of course. Which Violet means flowers, which means royalty. Does it though? <laughs> but does it? <laughs> but does it though? Yep. <laughs> so it's it's cool, man. You know she's she's gonna have a lot to learn from her grandma on the other side. My mama, being an all-American, playing basketball. Hopefully, she's a hooper. We'll see how that goes. She's got a lot to learn from uh, her grandma on this side, on her mom's side too. You know, hard yeah. workers. Hopefully, she'll grow up to be just like them. Yeah, that's dope, man. Congrats, congrats again. That's always that's a blessing, bro, for sure. Kesey, what you been up to? You making any quarantine babies? Uh nope. <laughs> uh, I'm good, man. Nah, I just been I just been chilling. Actually, quarantine is like my regular life, so it ain't no different. The only only difference is I can't really go out to the gym. That's the only really thing that's hurting me. Yeah, that's been, crazy. Have, yeah, have you touched the basketball? Like, no, I haven't touched the basketball since I left Japan, bro. I feel like naked, bro. And that was only that. what a couple days ago. That was like that was like a week and a half ago. That I t- that I actually worked out while I was there because most of the time, thing that they didn't want us to uh, be around each other because of mm. like the spread of the virus and everything, so we all had to come in at different times. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so I ain't touched a basketball in like a month, bro. You guys need to get a hook uh, hoop mounted to uh, your garages. Dude. I don't have a garage. I'm not <laughs> rich like KZ, some people I know. KZ, you should uh, buy a hoop and just plant it somewhere in the. Uh... In the uh, in the neighborhood, we, I, we should right different times. No, you should. You got all the money, bro. No, I don't. Got that Japanese money. <laughs> Yo, we really should put a put a court up somewhere around here and like just play ones and shit. Like have a tournament. That'd be fire. That would put it. Why don't you as a as a gift to baby Violet, put one on John's garage and then you guys just put a schedule out there and take turns. Dave, shut you up. Need- you know nothing about basketball. <laughs> It needs to be <laughs> all my stuff from hooping on this concrete, though. Oh, yeah, you'd be I ain't play outside in a minute, bro. Yeah, I was thinking about it, but I was like, nah, it's not worth it. Do you think <laughs> it really messes up your knees, or is it? Yeah, like bro. Like that, yo, hell yeah, you jumping up and down on concrete, bro. Hell yeah. Stripping. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was just a myth. It's all in your head. Because we, <laughs> we grew up playing on outside and all that. Yeah, and it wasn't good then. <laughs> but you're fine. Like your knees are great. Uh, well, somewhat. <laughs> Kaiser, what have you been doing in quarantine? Like, seriously, oh, you don't have nah, no- you know what I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I've been doing. Nah, I really, besides like reading and stuff, uh, I just got into reading like last year. So just a couple chapters a day and working out at the crib. That's it, bro. True. So you really been like alone this whole time. Yeah, I don't be playing video games. I don't. I know everybody be on like Call of Duty or NBA Live, something like that. Uh, I don't be on none of that, bro. I couldn't imagine like being single and being in quarantine, bro. Like just being alone, like it's that's not crazy. that bad. I would yeah. actually rather be it by myself. Than- I mean, <laughs> it's your first week though, right? Yeah, it is my first. I, I thought mean, it I am kind of new. I thought it wasn't this bad either, bro. But it's getting crazy. After yeah. A while. What have you and just been doing? 
Just chilling, you know, raising this baby. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised you ain't make no TikTok or whatever those videos are. Shit. I did make a TikTok, but just won't make the rest of them that I want to make. So we're just waiting on her to participate. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, having a baby could just having a baby could kind of slow that down a little bit. I could see. Not, it. not really. All all she does is sleep all day, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the baby does nothing but sleep all day and cry and shit. But other than that, just like John, <laughs> it's hilarious, dude. Oh, that Thank was you. actually funny. No, <laughs> let me cue it up. <laughs> All right, see, and then you ruined it. And you ruined it with that, bro. That, that actually was not funny. So, hey. in other news, we got Big Oscar. Yeah, the, the Big O. Declaring, <laughs> oh, all right, don't don't give him that nickname. I still give him that nickname. Uh, I yeah, I don't like it. I'm trying to come up with another one, but I haven't thought of one yet. <laughs> yeah, man, but, he um, he uh, I don't know if did he declare or just say that he was trying out or like is he officially going? I don't know what the deal is, but I guess it's like a new thing. Like, I just asked on Facebook or something or Twitter, it's like something called the NBA. Uh, committee. <laughs> I don't even hold on. Let me let me get my facts straight. Because he can come back, though. I think it's a situation where he can come back if he don't hear what he want to hear. He did not declare for the draft now, but it's something called like a review committee, like a evaluation committee or something like that in the NBA, mm-hmm. and they basically just like evaluate your game and I guess he like put his name in to be evaluated so if he comes back with good feedback maybe he'll leave if he comes back with negative feedback maybe he'll stay but I'm not sure I'm this is new to me though yeah this is so he's in the program still he's in our program still yeah bro like apparently how it happens now is like you can put your name in the draft and if you don't get picked up you can still come back right I have no idea, bro. I'm I'm so confused on the situation because I know it wasn't like that when we first came out. Like, if you gone, you gone. You know, ain't yeah, no coming that's, back. That's how it should be because that's not fair to the people that's trying to come in or or to, even to the program because they're still going to have a, a scholar. If you decide to leave, they're going to have a scholarship that won't be used. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact, too. WV coach Bob Huggins announced Sheepway's intentions Wednesday to request an evaluation from an MBA undergraduate advisory committee. Quote, Oscar plans to do this while leaving his open option his open his option to return, Huggins said. The deadline is June 3rd to withdraw from consideration from the draft and return to school. Mm. So let's get next. So let's get to the next question. You think this is a smart idea? I mean, it, it is a smart idea if he has nothing to lose by doing it. Yeah, I mean, testing the waters, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would have tested the waters if I would have known about testing the waters, just to get my name out there, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think it's a bad idea, but do you think it's a good idea for him to leave this early? Um, No. I feel like he still has a lot to work on, and um, I feel – but that's easy for me to say because it's like if the money is there and you're hearing good feedback, then you got to go when your time is hot and not necessarily when you're ready. But also, I think we talked about this before, it comes to the point of do you want to have a long career or do you just want to go for the money, the quick money right now? Because I feel like the longer career may be 
for him to stay another year. But I mean, it's just hard to it's hard to say. Stay and do what though? Like get better. But my question to you is: Would you rather get better learning from the and playing against the best players in the world, or would you rather get better playing against against WVU players? For me, I would rather see because this is how it is, and it, and it also I think is is not like all around the board. I think it's player by player. It's like what kind of person are you? Because in the NBA, you have a lot of free time, so you have a lot of time to yourself to get into other stuff that may distract you from basketball. Where in college, I feel like you have more of a structure where you you have to be at. I mean, you have to be at practice everywhere, but you have a certain amount of time you devote to basketball, regardless. So same same thing with the NBA though. Like you can go Nuh-uh. either. Like like you said. Like, it depends on what type of person you are, I guess. Cause yeah, exactly. Someone, someone like a, a Kobe Bryant will use that time to always get better and get better and get better. And that, and that's what I'm saying. It just depends on what kind of – it depends. So it, so what, it could be good or bad. About, what are you saying about Oscar? I'm saying I don't know what kind of uh, – kind of how much he'll use that time or what he'll use that time to do is that's what I'm saying. So but, that's why I'm saying it depends. Ah, got you. But either yeah. way, he's going to be playing against the best players – in the league, right? Yeah, but you all right. So think about how many uh, top ten picks that aren't in the league anymore, or just lottery picks that aren't in the league anymore, just fell off because once they got there, they didn't maintain that same that same structure for themselves and that same work ethic. And that's what I'm saying is that that you learn you learn how to prioritize your time in college. I feel like hmm. to me, to me. <laughs> That's what you so learn I don't how know. to prioritize like what's important and what's not important. Yeah, that's exactly. Exactly. Hmm. Interesting. That's that's what I think. I don't I, know. I'm not knocking it. That's, yeah. that's interesting. But I for me, if he has the opportunity to go, I think he should go. I'm a, a coach cow type of guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if you if you feel like, you know what I'm saying, you got the opportunity to make money and be successful, then I think he should go. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's either like anywhere in the first round, right? Yeah, but that's to say, you know, and it just also depends on what you're hearing. If you're hearing something good enough, like you're going to go first round, something like that, you know, lottery pick. Okay, you know, that's maybe an option you should go with. But if you're hearing like second round to maybe not being drafted, maybe that should be a stronger argument for you to come back and then kind of boost that stock even more. True, true. So yeah. I'm I'm all, I'm all full of guys going to the NBA early because you know just staying in college and just you know just chilling, basically playing another year while you could you know what I'm saying be making money. That's I mean this is why we play basketball for the most part. You know what I'm saying to make a living, and because you love the game. But at the end of the day, is to make a living and and follow your dreams. I know his dream is to play in the NBA. So if your dream is right there. Why not? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get it. I, I'm all for it, too. And I, if he have a great opportunity to go, I would go, too. It's just effective. Like, looking out for, like, not just the now. It's just the future. Yeah. And yeah. we've seen, we seen guys do this before, like uh, Devin Williams and uh, Sags. So, I think my, my advice to him would just be, like, reach out to those guys and see what happened with them and what they thought was going mm-hmm. on. You know what I mean? Yeah, it didn't really work out for those guys. Yeah, true. I well, mean, but that's the that's to say. I mean, Sags is still um, in like training with 
uh, Toronto and stuff. So it's hard to say if it didn't work out yet. And then Dev is still young, so you never know if he could get back in the league somehow. So it's just the it's just yeah. Yeah, Every it didn't initially, initially work out for those yeah, guys. True, how they wanted it to, but uh, Oscar, you know, he has a, a a lot of potential, man. Like a lot of room to get better mm-hmm. and improve. You know, I, I hope he does that here. Uh, hopefully, KJ will get him in the gym this this summer and show him some stuff. Stop being selfish. I'm around, man. Listen, I can't help yeah. if I'm I'm here. You I don't have no life. Did you show him something last summer? <laughs> I tr- yeah yeah me ask me ask her, uh I showed him a little something oh yeah yeah you mind yeah. sharing what you showed him uh I don't um <laughs> it's okay I won't I'll I keep that be- wow. I keep that between me and him well, I'll be but, sure uh, to get him on the show to confirm that yeah sure you do what you yeah. want John <laughs> do what the fuck you want uh, no That's but. Cool. Yeah, it's. I mean, just like with with us and all the other younger players, if you know we around and they need advice, you don't really want to badger them. Or if they didn't ask for your advice, to go up and just give them something that you would rather have them come to you if they need it. You know, facts. Yeah, I feel like if him and Derek got like a mid post game, it'd be amazing, bro. Facts. I don't think too many yeah, people man. can stop him in the mid post and, and uh, you know what I'm saying like facing up. Like, like how you be facing up and shooting that mid jump shot. If they get that down, man, it's, it's over. Yeah, I think so, too. And, and it's not even that, bro. They just – if they just got, like, one or two, like, just uh, main post moves, like a hook and then, like, a counter up and under, something like that, bro, and then at, along with the mid post game, they'd be unstoppable because they already both super athletic, bored up, got the body for it. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Yeah. I think, and I again, like going back to coming out earlier, I think you learn a lot of that stuff at the next level. Like, I don't think you learn a lot of that stuff in college, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends on who your it depends on who your coaches are, and I I think uh, for me with Coach Martin working out with him, I learned a lot of stuff from him as far as post moves. He would take like you know he takes that stuff really seriously. So we had like twenty minutes where we would just go straight different moves. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's weird though Cause He taught me some stuff too bro But I didn't get it until The uh Till I left the school You know what I'm saying Like until Like the back out Stuff in the mid post mm-hmm. I tried to do it in, in college It looked mad awkward and weird Like if you look at film Like if you look at the championship game Against Georgetown mm-hmm. uh, at, the, at the Garden The biggest championship game You'll see, like, I got the ball in the post against uh, Greg Monroe, mm. and I backed out and hit a jump shot. But it looked awkward as hell. Like, it looked weird. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't flow like how it flows now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, I think a lot of things just come with just being around other good players and learning from them and guys at the next level. So I agree. I think also as you get older, you just learn more basketball. The older you get and you learn basketball from different people and you take different things from different situations. Like I I would say that I wouldn't say I'm a way better player than I am in college, but I know I'm better than I was in co- when I was in college. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Like I thought whatever Hug said was Bible, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you go you go out and you meet these different coaches and stuff and. Like, I had a hard time adjusting to that because I was arguing with coaches. And, my like, my first coach as a rookie, I was arguing with her. Like, yeah, you don't know what you talk like. With her? Yeah, it was a girl. Yeah, we had Really? 
Yeah. So maybe that's why I was arguing with Oh, snap. <laughs> nah, I was, I was like, like, well, we did it like this. I wasn't there. We did this and this and this. And if I had the opportunity to talk to again, you know what I'm saying? I would apologize for that because – as you go on, you know, like, coaches have different schemes and different methods. It's not just one way of doing something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was just stupid of me to do, but yeah. I didn't really listen to her. Yeah. Well, you're you, an idiot, so. Now, she, was in, she, she was in Japan, too. Really? Nah, I, know. I didn't really hear about any uh, she, Japanese uh, head co- female head coaches. She, she Japanese, yeah. She looked good. I wish I... Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. How do you guys you know? Like, get to that point where you think, you know, I haven't finished the four years of of eligibility here, but I want to try. Like, how do you guys know that you're at that level, or how does someone know that they think they have a shot? That's a KJ question. KJ, you, you <laughs> tested the waters, didn't you? Yeah, I tested the waters my junior year. Yep. What did they say? Uh, like, after my junior that? year. Uh, the feedback was I need a, they wanted me to see me one more year. Well, actually I didn't, I didn't test the waters, but I probably had more hype going for my sophomore to junior year than I did my junior to senior year. And, um, I don't know. It's just like, they, uh, they felt like I wasn't just like, I wasn't ready enough. Like, uh, uh, I needed to learn more. I needed to sharpen up more on my post game, my three point shooting. So yeah, that was what I heard. Dave, do you want to know what the NBA feedback was for me? <laughs> yeah, my your NBA feedback was nothing. I didn't hear a word. <laughs> not, a, not a, you need to work on this. You need to do that. Maybe if you did, it was nothing. You didn't I do like, um, what's the name? You didn't do, nothing. what's that joint? Oh, damn, I can't remember that. Portsmouth, yeah. You didn't do Portsmouth? Nope, didn't get an invite. You and I probably would have, I probably would have killed that Portsmouth too, because after the season, like I was working hard, like that's when I really started to like. I wasn't under that umbrella of you can't do this, don't do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As far as like scoring wise, so I, I so, think like a lot of people don't know, didn't know like my capabilities on offense. <laughs> If you love to show your WVU school spirit with the latest fashion and styles and with a wide selection of WV merch, check out the Book Exchange at bookexchangewv.com. Save 25% off your order with promo code BX4FINAL4. Let me, so let me ask you a question, honest question. If you would have went to another program, you think you would have been a different player? Do you think you would have been in the NBA? In the NBA, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I can't say that, but I definitely or just a, had a different career. Yeah, I definitely will have a different career. A different, I would be a different player as well. I wouldn't be as tough. You know what I mean? On offense and defense, I wouldn't take too, that much pride in in de- my defense ability like, as I did here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, but on the offensive side, I think I've been a lot better. Like if I would have played for Coach Beeline. I'd have been a lot better offensively. I would have been a better shooter because that's what they recruited me to do. You know what I mean? Like you were recruited as a shooter. Yeah. Oh, not in, not didn't know. Huh? They learn something recruited, new every day. They recruited Cam. Think about this. They recruited Cam Thurman to be a two man, a two or a three. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. So like, wow. Cam Thurman's career would have been totally different. Like he would have been a shooter. He would have been like a pit snoggle type player. Pit snoggle though. <laughs> yeah, but that's what they recruited him to be. 
<laughs> stop, uh, stop out right. like a shooter. Okay. We do realize the piss snuggle is like seven foot, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of thumbing. All right. Anyway, <laughs> nah, yo. But speaking of um, speaking of Coach Hugs, I seen where um, he said that he wanted um, he wanted the NCAA tournament to be like restarted at the at the beginning of the next season or before yeah. the next season starts. That'd be dope. I you think see so? Yeah, they do that anyway. They, like the preseason tournaments, just how the NCAA tournament. But think about it. You would have to have the same people that would ruin. Um, that would ruin the draft for people. That would ruin. That would be. That would mess up a whole bunch of stuff, bro. How, you, bro? <laughs> because you can't. Because you would have to go and play with that exact same team, and and the draft would be in June, like July, some time now. They're trying to get it pushed back, and then how? It's it's impossible. How can I mean, you if, get? You can't get drafted. Nothing's impossible. What if they just let their players just play in the tournament? And not get drafted? Yeah, they can get drafted and play in the tournament. That's not going to happen. I mean, so, they could so, if they wanted it. So you're going to tell me that a, a NBA team is going to invest money in you and then want you to play in the NC just so you could play an NCAA tournament? That would be smart of them. They should. Nah, that's stupid. I mean, it could be a clause that says if you get hurt and... <laughs> then that you would be stupid saying? for the players to sign it. <laughs> I mean, it's whatever. It's that experience, though. That's would what you, I was. Would you give up your final full experience for anything? For uh, my NBA contract? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, in a heartbeat. For an NBA <laughs> contract? Tripping, bro. <laughs> That's wild. If I if I'm gonna if I'm gonna get drafted and you telling me that and let's just say something happened and we couldn't play the final four for some reason, but I got drafted and they said you cannot play in the final four or we taking away your contract, of course I'm gonna keep of course I'm gonna keep my contract. So before the final four, they was like, Look, if the Lakers walk walked up to you, was like, Look, we're gonna draft you, just don't play. sit this game out, sit this tournament out. You oh no 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 no! I wouldn't do if it's if it's that scenario. I wouldn't do it because you can't promise me. I mean, you okay. can promise me that, but it's like nah, uh uh-uh. uh. Well, so you wouldn't give up the final full experience for an NBA contract under gotcha. that circumstance? You just said yes. <laughs> but seriously, would you you think that's a good idea? I mean, it could work. I think it could work. I mean, yeah. they do preseason tournaments anyway, like. But yeah, I get I it. It could, it could work. I get it though, and I feel just as sorry as the the uh, next person for the seniors who didn't get a chance to play. But it's like at the end of the day, man, things happen, and it's just certain things. I mean, you can probably you can. There's some ways that you could take this back, but it's just some things that you can't get back. And unfortunately, I think that these is like the tournament this year was one of those things. Mm. So you think they should just scrub it? Like, everybody takes a loss? Yeah, honestly, bro. And it, it, it probably, I would feel different if it was me in that situation. So, but from my perspective now, it's just like, yeah, you probably should just, you got to just take the L. It is weird, bro. Because some, like, states are making, like, the students in high school re- redo that year. Mm. So it's weird. Like, it's, it's like what about the students that, like, got scholarships to play at this college, like, are they not allowed to go? Like, this is weird. Like, everything's weird right now, bro. Yeah, this virus is, bro, it's cutting everything off. Every, man. As I look outside and see no cars and no one. 
It's weird. <laughs> but my wife was like, it feels like the apocalypse or something. It's not that bad. Like, not here. No. Uh-uh. Like things are open. She was like the whole. It feels like the whole world shut down as we were leaving Target. This just made no sense to me. <laughs> yeah, we're outside, and she was. <laughs> yeah, like it's just weird, bro. Like, what are you talking about right now? It but is weird. It, it can get to that point though. Like, if it does get to that, it can get to like I am Legend status. You think so? <laughs> I mean, yeah, bro. Like, it can, bro. We'll Nobody into no. Nobody turn into zombies and shit. It ain't, it ain't like that. Not zombies, but it can get to the point where no one like can come outside and everything's closed. Like McDonald's is closed. Like the grocery stores are closed. You know what I mean? Like everything is closed. They can't close everything, bro. Why not? Because you need some shit to survive. Ascent- I mean, hence essential workers. It gets to the point where everything is closed and you got to survive on your own, bro. You <laughs> what go you going to do? You got to plant, plant vegetables. You got to hunt your own deer. <laughs> There's going to be go. people here that survive, though. For sure. Not me. Not me, my though. Man, I'm out. My man, my man Turk. <laughs> Once they close Chick-fil-A, I'm out. I'm done. Once I will not survive. <laughs> That would be that would be weird, bro. It would be yo. The weirdest thing, bro, is when I was coming back from uh, Japan, and there was literally probably like thirty people on my flight, maybe less, on a two hundred seat plane. What did you sit in first class? No, I still didn't sit in first class. I'm pissed. They didn't give you first. No, the petty. What what airline was that, bro? I don't want to. I'm not gonna do it because I might have to go back there. So. Call them out nah. Last next time <laughs> But yo I was like I was asking them I was like Since there's nobody on a flight Can I change my seat It was like Yeah hold on And it was like Well you're gonna have to wait a little bit And I was like How long am I have to wait It was like We don't know Like what <laughs> <laughs> And they boarded like With zones and stuff too Yeah They boarded with zones They had the now, nerve <laughs> Now boarding zone one <laughs> Anybody with children or anybody in handicap, like I'm like, what? There's none of these people here. And then you walk up and with the zone two ticket, they'd be like, oh, we're just boarding zone one right now. <laughs> Yo, I swear, bro, it was the weirdest experience ever. And then it was even worse on the flight from Chicago to uh to Pittsburgh. It was only like three of us. Or yeah, it was man, it's like something out of a movie, bro. Well, what's the good things we could take away from this virus though? I mean, I remember, I mean, Dr. Clay was like, what did he say? Pollution went down? Yeah, yeah. Else? He was preaching for us. Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> we, won't, uh, <laughs> we won't go back with that. But Dave, what did Dr. Clay say was his positives from this? He sees that there's a lot of people coming together for the common good and uh, wants us to take away that when shit gets serious, we all rally together as opposed to just competing against each other every other time. Rally together, really. That's an interesting take. <laughs> people just stacking up on toilet. We don't can't find toilet paper anywhere. Or... Well, that's that's panic buying, but like people dropping off uh, groceries to neighbors that can't go out and like awesome. wearing masks and, and doing stuff like that and just being considerate. Like the initial panic is, I think it was just the supply chain got caught off guard, but like I think for the most part, there's still shitheads, but I think that everyone's kind of aware of how serious this is now. I mean, everyone's scared, man. You can't call them shitheads. Yeah. Jeez. 
<laughs> no, but like the people that buy like 20 packs of toilet paper at the start and then sell it on eBay for $400 like they were. Uh, like those are the shitheads. Yeah, that's petty. True, true. And then I, I think, think but if you're interested, go to my eBay store and I've got a ton there for you. Jeez. Speaking of that. But uh, yeah, I mean, the pollution went down, I think, in like different parts of the the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are, you know, you forced to spend time with your family and talk to people you probably haven't talked to in a long time or mm-hmm. spend more time with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since people aren't going to work, so the dad that might might have to work nine to five every day is at home with his family right now, spending time with his family and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, John, that worked out for you though. I mean, you were excited to go to uh, Buenos Aires, but you got actually to come back and be there for your daughter's birth, which I think is pretty pretty cool. Yeah, I would have. I probably would have missed the birth if I was still there because because she came early. She came two weeks early, so. It's, it's just a blessing in the skies, you know what I mean? That's oh, how much yeah. stress you put on Jess that <laughs> the baby came two weeks early. We're playing board games, playing Monopoly, and all types of other uh, stuff I probably wouldn't do. Yeah. Learning different things, learning how to DJ. If anyone wants to book me for their bar mitzvah, birthday party, or wedding, you can book DJ JFlow at bookings.com. Bro, what gave you this idea? Like, what... What, what did you just sit down somewhere and was like, what haven't I done yet? Hmm, DJing. Let's try that. Now, I always Let's, wanted to, like, I DJ. Remember in college, like, I did hit some parties. I don't know if you did know. Did you? I wasn't invited. No, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it was probably uh, with the cool kids. Now, nah, you and Chuck had your own little thing going on, fighting people downtown, fighting quarterbacks. <laughs> but, uh, yo, nah, chill. like. Rain, Rain nightclub. Remember Rain? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I DJed a couple parties there. DJ Lizard a couple times. Not DJ. There was a DJ there. I was just on the mic, but I had a Bro, for- a little DJ setup uh, back in college. For real, for real, you could get like you could get paid, bro. If you like really take that stuff seriously. After you yeah. done, like you could really get paid off that. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really practicing. I'm gonna have to go live here in a little bit and show people what I, I suck right now, but I'm really, I'm practicing. You know what I'm saying? So, what is the, so give some tips for our, our aspiring DJs out there. What do you, what do you need to, uh, what do you need to practice on, like to be a DJ? I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's it's harder than a lot of people think. Like my hardest setback was <laughs> just getting the music. Like for whatever reason, I can't use my music library on iTunes. So you really got to mm. sit down and download all your music and stuff like that. And then you got to get the the program. I got virtual DJ. And then your, your, your audio board, and then you're good to go. My thing was, mm. if, if Shaq can do it, I could do it. You know what I mean? What's, what's that mean? And Shaq is nice. What does that mean if Shaq can do it? We both play basketball. That's literally the only thing y'all have in common. Yeah. That's the only thing. So what? So so I could do it then too, huh? Yeah, anybody could do it forever. I play basketball. You, your, you can do anything you put your mind to. Okay, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm put no my problem. mind to being a DJ. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> we could battle. I would battle you if I became a DJ. Uh, that sucks. <laughs> you would lose. Nah, but... 
Yeah, but yeah, this I think also as like you were saying too, bro. I think this whole uh quarantine thing is also teaching people how to be more like high like hygienic hygiene wise, more conscious of that. Like people are um actually washing their hands after they do things and you know watching how they sneeze and where before I feel like people was it was just like the wild wild west. People were just doing whatever they wanted, but now they're more conscious of that. So I think that's good too. Well, I, I just did my first five days in quarantine. I didn't take a shower. <laughs> what? Why? I'm not I'm not leaving the house. I'm just in here. Like, what, what do but I need still, to shower? I don't, you can't <laughs> smell you. You can't smell yourself. I smell pretty good, actually. Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> not going anywhere. Not doing nothing. So the first five days is pretty rough. Don't have a haircut. Wolfing. So it's, it's pretty. I think we're kind of lucky here in West Virginia too. Like it's easy to go outside and not be around a billion other people, so we can like still go for walks on the trails and stuff, and not have to like watch out for hordes of other people like they do in cities. Yeah. Are you getting haircuts, KJ? Right now? Or are you like, just talking about when my quarantine is done? No, like now. Oh nah nah. I got a haircut before I came back from Japan, so I knew I was. I knew what was going to happen, so I'm trying to get when, one. When it gets bad, are you going to get a haircut or are you just going to? I mean, yeah, whenever it's possible to get a haircut, but ain't no ain't no barbers cutting hair around here right now. I so. house calls, bro. Shout out no, to he don't. <laughs> he don't. I don't think he do. It's literally the worst thing they could do. Yeah. I heard a barber died from that, making a house call somebody and got the virus and died. For real. Yeah, so I feel like you just made that up. I didn't check your research. <laughs> You're trying to get people set up. <laughs> I'm not. Stay, stay at home, everybody. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. It's not. Yeah, to answer your question, nah, it's not that serious, bro. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just wolf it until, whenever. I don't really care. And you're on a personal drought right now. No females in the house. Uh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yep. I am. If I was, you are. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, what? Just lying there. A lot of tech test. That was a lie. Nah, I'm just chilling, man. I'm just focusing on myself, using this time to to be a better person. You know. You got any suggestions of stuff people can read or watch or listen to while they're stuck in quarantine? Uh, We've had that question a few times on Twitter. I mean, oh, yeah. Ozark. On Ozark. Netflix. Fire. For sure. Fire. You That's seen- probably one, one of the best uh, series out, for real, for real. Yeah, Ozark. And I am I keep on hearing about All American, which I'm going to try, too. Yeah, I'm going to look at that. It looks kind of corny, though, but I'm going to try it. It do ain't got nothing, nothing else to do. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, so. My that, wife is the worst person to watch to binge watch a show with because she just falls asleep. She doesn't pay attention. Just all this other dumb stuff. <laughs> but you learn you learn a lot about who you're, who you're quarantined with. In this, in this <laughs> oh, man. I figure not, this, this doesn't have nothing to do with child, but I feel like there's going to be like a lot of pregnant people coming out of divorce and a lot of, I, I said pregnant people coming out of divorce, pregnant people coming out of quarantine. A lot of people going through divorce coming out of quarantine because you're spending so much time with one person is like I think that was a stat bro I think like that's a real thing like yeah 
Like I can see because this is the time that you use, like you'll be at work and whatever y'all spend a certain amount of time. And then now y'all together all the time. It's like a lot of stuff start coming up <laughs> that wasn't coming up before. Yeah. It's just, you just get annoyed, bro. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully yeah. it don't get to that point with nobody, but just saying, <laughs> I got a, I got a big enough spot where I can just go in the basement or just get away from her. Cause she is getting, she gets crazy a lot. <laughs> I, I wonder why. Myself, boy. <laughs> what has she got mad about? How have you got mad about? One day it was just like five things back to back to back to back to back, <laughs> like dumb stuff. Can you honestly say though, like she that you be doing shit on purpose sometimes to get, to get her mad or? No, I just be it's myself. Never your fault. It's never she your fault. She gets mad at me for being myself. I can't okay. help that. So okay. I just go be myself. Somewhere else. True. Like she, New York's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, John. We needed to. She got mad because we needed to put the baby seat in the car for whatever reason. Mm. <laughs> Not going anywhere with the baby. What else? What else did you get mad about? Uh, that was before we had the baby, which was two weeks away. She needed mm. to put the baby seat in the, in the car. So her water broke. And then I put the car seat in the car in a matter of five minutes. Mm. It's just dumb stuff, bro. Like, she just feels like she, everything has to be done on her time. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Is that why she rattles around the kitchen the second you pick up a microphone? Exactly, bro. Like, le- like I just don't understand <laughs> why she does some of this stuff. <laughs> and then she got the dog in here going crazy. Like, she sees me in here. I know you see me because I see you seeing me. <laughs> and she just, I don't know. It's so good that you have a healthy functioning relationship like this. It's just love. Sounds like love to me. New York City power divorce attorney William Zabel, a founding partner of Schultz, Roth, and Zabel, told Page Six of the New York Post, we've had an increased amount of calls in the past week from people seeking representation for divorce proceedings of about 50%. I have been hearing the same from my colleagues at other firms. So you think you really don't know who you get married to until you're like in quarantine with them? Like you think they're one person and then you spend all your time around them and they're just like a totally different person. I just think their tics and stuff are magnified like a hundred percent because you're always there. That's true. Could you imagine like in a one bedroom apartment with one TV? Ooh, yeah. That would be one everything like yeah. Could you for like literally quarantine? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be, bro. That'd be like, yeah, that'd be like kind of like, nah, I ain't gonna say jail. I was gonna say jail. I ain't gonna say jail. Ellen DeGeneres said being trapped in her twenty-seven million dollar mansion was like being in jail, and the amount of shit she got for that was just incredible. Oh man, wow. I mean, just, it is like jail in a sense, bro, because you can't go anywhere, you can't do anything. You're stuck in, you're confined into a space. That's what she meant. She didn't mean it's like people took it too literal out there. But she has like a pool she can go on. She has people bring her groceries. But like the conditions I, are not the same. Yeah, I don't think she said the conditions. Especially when people in jail are like dying because they can't go anywhere and COVID is coming to them. I don't think she meant the conditions of jail. I just think she meant the confinement that she's confined in one spot and can't do what she wants to do when she wants to do it. People think, take things too literal like you, Dave. Sheesh. (laughs) She could have meant that, but no one, no one knows what she meant. No, she's just extremely privileged and does whatever she wants whenever she does. And now she can't. And that's why she's acting out. You got a problem with the Ellen, bro? (laughs) 
apparently she's an insanely shitty person. Is she like, really? Yells at her staff for looking at her. Like, won't let her assistants talk to her. She does so look kind of intense, though. Okay. So you I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I just I think, I think people of great privilege lose the reality around them and then are surprised when things get taken out of context when they should be ah, more I can't say that. I can't say that. I feel like Dave would act like that. Like, if you had a hundred million. Oh, absolutely. If Dave had money, he would act I'd, like that. I'd sell you all out in a second if I had a hundred million dollars. You like, sell us all out right me. now. <laughs> well, yeah, but no other podcasts want to hire me yet, so. For free. Clearly. As soon as Tony Caridi's podcast makes that offer, Dave's gone. <laughs> but we gotta learn how to do this stuff on our own, KJ. You're probably already taking a deal under the table. But he is. <laughs> oh, he does a lot of other podcasts, bro. Didn't know. I'm hey, sure Dave, he's he's doing his thing, bro. But yeah, Dave ain't never really been shit. It's only a matter of <laughs> what I can observe. For what I can observe. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before we can't look at him in the eye. <laughs> and Just I- don't. Eat shit, Pit. It's time to hear what you had to say as we play your audio messages and read out your text. Don't forget to call and text at 304-807-9098 with your questions or comments. We want to hear from you. I, I think we need to find our last clue to figure this out. The mail's here. Let's go. Hey guys, this is uh, Jared from Twitter. Just wanted to oh, congratulate John on being a dad and uh, let you guys know I'm still waiting on that call with Issa. Uh, oh, he... putting out a good podcast. We'll talk to you later. Wait, Bye. hold on. He wants smoke. <laughs> yes. Yo, he wants smoke. He That's wants cr- all the smoke. That's with crazy. Issa. Oh, he said something on, on that was. He said ridiculous to me on Twitter the other day about Issa. Why this that? guy is always talking about Issa on Twitter is beyond me, bro. But he said that Issa was the biggest bust in WWE history in any oh, sport. Oh, jeez. In Louise. any sport. Jeez Louise. This is all a ploy for him to have a conversation with him. Yeah. I don't know why I keep entertaining him, but oh, to have a conversation with Issa. Yeah. That'd be a. Uh, I'm there's no for reason it. for Issa to talk to him, bro. Like, he just you, hates. Issa. Like when when your when your argument gets that bad, like like all right, like there's no point of having a conversation with you because you make zero sense right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't I, I don't understand, bro. I don't understand what was with all the. I mean, when he was here, he he played East played well for the time he was here. And like, if he decided to, whatever he decided to say or, or do, like that has nothing to do with his time here and what he contributed during his time here. Like, nah, he had, he had smoke with him when he was playing. Like his senior oh, yes. year was Oh, okay. His senior, his senior year wasn't too good. It wasn't as good as his junior year, but he by all means was not a bust. <laughs> nowhere, like, nowhere just... near. And especially to say out of all sports, <laughs> You ain't just come, you ain't just keep it basketball. You kept it all sports, and like like and and even basketball. Like come on now. Yeah, even basketball too. But just I love that's just, I love Eric Murray. Like that's my bro. We, we all know he was supposed to be a lottery pick, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, sad story, yeah. but 
Noah, it's Noah Kasha was supposed to be really good Noah, for us. Noah, yeah. This is two, yeah. two names that I, I think of on the top of my back off the sport that I play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this dude is ridiculous. Next voicemail. Hey, this is Jonathan in uh, Clay County here in West Bygod, Virginia. Um, just wondering if y'all went to any other WVU sporting events. What was your favorite uh, other game you went to, like a football game or soccer or whatever it was? <laughs> Mm. All right. That's a great question. Love y'all. Bye. That is a great question. Now, a caveat to that, Jonathan sent that late last night and on Twitter confessed that he was drunk. So that, that explains that. Good for, good for you. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question, huh? That is a good mm-hmm. question. Uh, John, you want to go first? Well, I love going, me personally, I love going to the volleyball games because of the, uh, the uniforms. They had really good uniforms. Okay. Uh, soccer, soccer, soccer games as well. I like some soccer games, and of course your your football games. But I went to the football games more for tailgating than anything. Mm. Yeah, I went to. Um, I also uh, enjoy volleyball games for the attire as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been to um, some soccer games, both men and women. Uh, of course, the football tailgates, but I, like I said, I always left the tail like the tailgates before the game started and watched the game at home. So, watch my daughter grow up and want to want to play volleyball. This is going to be the karma I get. <laughs> Probably. I don't, I, don't, I don't think I would be too happy with that. She going to be but tall. Vol- well, I'll take it back though. Like I don't take nothing back, but volleyball does get intense. Like those games were like some of them were kind of pretty good. Like with the rallies and all that stuff, but for the most part, I was inspired to go to volleyball games because of the uniforms. Okay. In college. Makes sense. But would you let your daughter play volleyball, KJ? I'll let my daughter play whatever sport she wanted to play. You would approve. Yeah. Why not? Okay. <laughs> I mean, like you what what can I do? Like I don't want you to if I just she if she has a dream of doing something, I'm not going to be the dude to be like, all right, there's going to be boys because there's going to be dudes looking at her regardless of whatever she does. So it's like, I just don't you can't change that. I just don't understand why they have to wear those shorts, bro. Like, why? It makes you more... Does anyone have a, a good explanation? It, I don't know. It makes and you... Because no, you got to move around a lot. But male volleyball players don't wear shorts, spandex like that. What do they wear? I don't, I don't know. Shorts, regular shorts, bro. Like, I mean, they're not regular. They like the the 1970s NBA shorts, but they still shorts, bro. Like, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I mean, hey, if they if the woman ain't complaining about it, why why we complain about it? I think I don't because they have to wear it. You can't complain. Like you have to do this. No, you you don't have to. You can complain and get it changed. You can quit. You what, can what, you can try and get it changed. Come on, bro. What? You don't, any, you don't think any woman has complained about wearing those shorts? I'm sure that some has, but not enough. And then it hasn't changed either. But not enough, though. You know, not one person is going to change everything. You gotta have so enough if, people. So what if my daughter mm-hmm. doesn't want to wear those shorts? Well, she will not want to do, and she complains. Well, she has to get the whole team behind her. Yes, because some girls actually do enjoy wearing those shorts. Though. 
They do. I, I want to. I'm gonna refrain from saying what I was gonna say, but <laughs> <laughs> they do. They like their turn. A lot of them. A lot of them. <laughs> nah, it's, I'm good. I'm You're not gonna finish your statement. Nah, bro. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that alone. Yeah, it's, it's fine. My wife used to play volleyball, so I can speak on these things. She liked wearing those. Jeff shorts. used to play volleyball. What? Come here. Why did you like wearing those shorts? Why did you like wearing those shorts? Because they were comfortable. So you couldn't play in any other shorts? I mean, not that I would want to. I mean, they were comfortable. They didn't ride up. Like, they were just... That's a lie. (laughs) They didn't ride up, so there were no camel toes. No. You're lying. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's a lot of movement. (laughs) It's a lot of movement, bro. You got to move around. You got to be comfortable. I apologize for my wife lying on this podcast. I see camel toes at every volleyball game. So my junk doesn't swing around. You don't have a junk. So there's nothing to compress. I don't understand. No, it's not. She said compression shorts are the same as those tights. But there's nothing to compress. Mm. I'm sure there's a reason why. I don't think they just made it for no reason that that short. That, you want to know my reason why I think they wear those shorts? What? To make it more appealing for people to come to the games, bro. That's what. I, that's my honest opinion, bro. Think about if if female basketball players wore spandex like that, would you go to a lot more games? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't lie. I would. It's like it's like lingerie football, bro. Like. Yeah. No one wants to see females play football in regular pads and stuff. <laughs> Throw them in some lingerie. <laughs> Everyone's there. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think at the at the end of the day, though, I just feel like if they're, like I said, if they're not complaining, why, why should we complain? They, they comfortable in them. So I'm comfortable watching them in them. So that is true. But my mindset has changed since. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got a daughter now, so yeah. that's why you on this kick. I see. <laughs> I see what's going on. But I did used to enjoy it back in school. I don't know if I would enjoy it too much now. <laughs> you going to be that dad telling girls to, to uh, like, stop wearing tight stuff and shit? Like they, <laughs> why, why are you doing this? <laughs> why are you doing this? You know better than that. You know your parents ain't raised you like that. Put some clothes on. <laughs> Thank God for her, they'll have this whole show as a record, so they'll know you're full of shit. <laughs> Thanks. Whatever that means. Yeah. So that's it for voicemails today? Yep. Alright, that was cool. Uh, got some call in at, what's the number, Dave? 304-807-9098. Yeah, call in, pick our brains about anything. You know, Jared, don't call anymore. Uh, <laughs> no, please do. I want to. I want. I like. I would like to see that. Nah, he he can call. That's my guy. Uh, but he has stupid opinions. <laughs> but we like stupid opinions. So please call in, leave a voicemail, and I think Dave, our producer Dave, is working on live calls. If I'm not mistaken. Yep. So hopefully we'll be able to talk to some people live on here. It'll probably take Dave another year, but. By the time we wrap the show up for good, I'll be ready. 
Yeah. For good. Jeez. Yeah. For good. Before he moves on to Tony Cruz, y'all. Gotcha. Greener pastures. I see. Write us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Final Forecast. Let us know what you think about the games. Let us know what you think about uh, volleyball shorts. Uh, do you approve? Would you let your daughter wear them? Is that our JFlow wants to know for the week? Yes. Sure, why not? John Flowers is a man known for asking the tough questions that other podcasts are simply too afraid or smart to tackle. It's time for JFlow wants to know. And I really want to know that. Like, how do dads? <laughs> I want to know dads real like deep, honest opinions about these shorts that their daughters have to wear during these volleyball games. Because you have guys like KJ that's going to games just to watch volleyball players in these uniforms. Wait, you were at the games too, though. You were at the games. Was I'm, I? I'm sure we were at the same games. Sure. Do you have proof? I'm sure of that. I do. You just said I it. A girlfriend. <laughs> I, had a, I had a girlfriend on the volleyball team. I was supporting her. Oh, where are you? Yep. Uh, <laughs> sounds like a likely story. <laughs> But I really want to know, like, if, if there's any of our listeners whose daughters are playing volleyball, or if you have a daughter and she might want to play volleyball later, would you feel comfortable with her playing volleyball? And how would you feel? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have a problem with the sport at all. It's just those dang uniforms. Just let us know what you think. KJ will let his daughter play. I'll do what? I said you will let your daughter play, right? Yeah, of course. If she, if that's what she wanted to do. My I mean, I guess I really water. don't. I mean, I guess I really don't have a choice. Like, I'm not going to tell her she can't play because of that. But I'm going to have a fit. <laughs> Just was you let our daughter play volleyball? Wow. She's going to live through your child. <laughs> she says she's play. She played volleyball. So why would I let my daughter play? Because you sucked. <laughs> You're listening to the Final Forecast Podcast. Easier to understand than Kevin Jones singing a Russian language love song, but way less sensual, too. Uh, for, for all of you guys who don't know, we have a, another segment outside of Final Forecast called Play by Players, where uh, oh, yeah. me, me, John, and Deshaun, we, uh, we go over certain games, certain WVU games, and uh, we just give our commentary and our feedback on looking back on the games. And uh, it's pretty fun. We've done one with us uh, versus Davidson. You guys should check that one out for sure. Yeah, it, that one's pretty funny. Displays a lot of myths that we had that uh, Steph Curry uh, only scored on me and, during this game. So you guys should really check that one out. And also things that were right, like Steph Curry breaking the game open on John's head with a, with a jumper. So, yes, please check that out. Please. I don't think that's what happened. Yeah, okay. I do. Yeah, check that out. <laughs> what, what other game did we do? Uh, we did um, we did versus uh, UCLA before we were birthday, Deshaun's freshman year. Deshaun's freshman. Deshaun had a really good game. Yeah, he had a really game. good game. UCLA, that was a big game. Yeah, for sure. I think they were number one in the country. I think they I were... Think- was like top five, somewhere top in the top five. five. Yeah, for sure. And That's then um, we had a game, um, uh, Juwan. We had Juwan's buzzer beater versus Kansas. 
Juwan. That was a, that was a really big game. He was on the yeah. show. He was actually he joined us and helped break down film for that. Yeah, uh, so that that was a big was, game. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And it's then cool also, to, we, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> I was saying we also had uh, Joe Mazzula on too against uh, us versus Purdue. Y'all senior, you and um, Joe senior year. Joe couldn't make a free throw. Yeah, that was a good game. It's <laughs> yeah, cool he, to have like different players on and like breaking down the film and breaking down the game. You know what I mean? Like from yeah. what they were like, what they were thinking and and the times that they were playing and stuff like that. But uh, this is a new segment for us, so we're just getting started. We're getting better at it. Probably kind of suck right now. We could use your feedback, negative. <laughs> and positive feedback as well if you have any, any of it so let us know you guys can find these games on our youtube page just search youtube for the final forecast we don't have enough subscribers yet for a username uh so give us a like and subscribe we're going to keep adding more content exclusive there um and you can also find it on our facebook page uh search for the final forecast there too yeah so we need subscribers to get a actual name yeah how many how many we need you need 100 and we're at 49. Okay. Cool. All right, so it shouldn't be that hard to get to 100. Just need you guys, our final forecast listeners, to go and subscribe to that page. Help us out. And there's some good content on there. I'm going to be doing a whole bunch of stuff around campus when quarantine ends. <laughs> I think John should be live broadcasting uh, your DJ sets as you learn on our social platforms and then do a real performance one night that'd be dope yeah why not that'd be dope i think i'll just do it for my page jflow entertainment always thinking of the personal brand and not your 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 business yep (laughs) (laughs) nah i'll do i'll do i'll go on the final i don't want to embarrass myself globally but we are we are trying to make the video a bit better john likes to do um uh, the video we're lying on YouTube feeds and John is like going back and forth in footage to break it down a bit. So it's a bit hard to make the video the best quality, but the commentary is really good. Excuses with Dave. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, we need man. Deshaun for that. But yeah, uh-huh. I think, I think that's a lot of fun. I think it'll be a lot better when we go, when we're able to do them like live at like Kegler's or, some of these restaurants whoever will have us and please stay home so we can all get out of this and do our summer tour and the tbt game yes everybody stay home stay safe do what you gotta do to do your part in this whole battle with this virus and we gonna make it out of this no divorces no divorces no no bored pregnancies either just because you're bored (laughs) Unless you want to. (laughs) Unless you're Kevin Jones. Oh, zinger. All right, guys. That's been another episode of the Final Forecast featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones. Got my other co-host, John Flowers. You. And our producer, Dave. Hello. Thank you, everybody. And we will see you later.